show is on the air we are glad you are on board today as we always are thanks so much for taking a listen to us paul charchian from fanball.com leaguesafe.com now joining us on the schneider orange hotline hello charge how you doing i am doing great i'm still basking in the afterglow of monday's game i mean that was as good as it gets ever in history of fantasy football that was the single best fantasy game ever played it was. Um, I got to tell you, I'm not a. I'm thinking to myself, what about the defense? But defense had 21 points in that game. Yeah, that's the thing, right? So I get all. I got. I got all of these people on my Twitter feed that are like, "Wow, you know, this isn't football. This is just, you know, this is just scoring. There's no defense." So what? Do you, what more do you want? We had seven sacks in the game. You had three defensive touchdowns in the game, and you're complaining. Mm-hmm. Some people can't. Some people, Bill, will not let themselves have a good time. And these are fantasy players, right? My Twitter feed's filled with fantasy players. Ah, this you know the purest, you know the purest in me says this is this is garbage. We can't. Oh, stop it! This is fun. Yeah, this was great. You were down by fifty points going into the Monday night game, and you came roaring back for a victory, and you're complaining. This it was as much fun as I can remember having in fantasy football for any regular season game, and it just. Everybody, no matter whether you're up by a bunch, down by a bunch, everybody had people going high, most points scored. And the best part was this wasn't like some random game with like the Bengals and the Browns or something, right? This was a team loaded with fantasy players across the spectrum, running backs, receivers, tight ends everywhere. Oh, man, it was great. It was good stuff. And if you got a question for Paul Charchian when it comes to fantasy, uh, get it in now. 855 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Early Twitter release. Uh, hey, Bill, i got a fantasy football question for the charge. Please, I need two out of three. And this is about the max I'm going to do on this, by the way. Running backs at a PPR league. Joe Mixon, Tariq Cohen, Gus Edwards. Yeah, who'd have guessed we'd be talking about Gus Edwards in the same conversation yep. here, right? And, yep. But I, I love him this week. I mean, there's some danger here. And Mixon's automatically in, by the way. He's my number 10 running back. But let's talk about Gus Edwards. For people who might not have noticed, the Ravens have been trying, Bill, to get rid of Alex Collins out of their out of their starting rotation all season long. They tried Bunk Allen. That didn't work. They traded for Ty Montgomery, as you know. Then they found out what he was all about. He hasn't seen the field since the trade. They tried. Uh, they brought Kenneth Dixon off IR, brought him back to add like a seventh body to the running back. Then they tried this undrafted free agent rookie, Gus Edwards, and Gave him the ball for the first, in meaningful carries. He started a little bit last week. He gave him a bunch of carries in the second half. Alex Collins was off the bench for one play in the second half. That's it. Meanwhile, Gus Edwards ran for seven yards a carry, scored a touchdown, and here comes Oakland. They rank last or second to last in rushing attempts, rushing yards, and rushing yards per carry. This is a great opportunity. Gus Edwards, it's a little leap of faith that he's going to get all the carries and he's going to get the start, but I think it's going to happen. Gus Edwards, my number 17 running back this week. Peyton Barber or Jordan Howard PBR? Mm. Jordan Howard doesn't catch him. Well, neither guy catches really much of anything here. I'm going to go with uh, Peyton Barber because you know he's going to get all the work. And obviously, Jordan Howard splits with Tariq Cohen almost uh, evenly. So let's go with Peyton Barber coming off his best game of, uh, of the year last week. It's a neutral matchup against San Francisco. They've actually been pretty good run defense, but 
Uh, if those are my options, I'm taking I'm taking Peyton Barber. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, Bill is in Tosa. Bill, welcome to the program. You got a question for Paul Charchi and shoot. Yeah, I got uh, PPR league. Need one of the guys, Corey Davis, Devin Funches, or Valdez Scantling. Ugh. Man, all guys go in the wrong direction. So, Bill, what's happened to Marquez Valdez Scantling? He was my guy. They move him They move him in as the slot guy, as the Randall Cop role, and he disappears from this offense. Yep. What's yep. going on? You he has, me. you know what? It, it has been interesting in the sense that. Aaron Rodgers, from what we understand, is kind of making a few things up as they go along in the huddle, which is normal. Quarterbacks will say, hey, I think this sure. is better. But the problem is he's kind of locking on some guys. And when they move Marquez Valdez-Scantling in, I think they kind of did him a disservice because he can be your downfield guy. Uh, they're trying yeah. to get the matchups, but they just they haven't been able to do it. And let's be honest, the three and outs are killing them. Plus, they're starting to give yeah. more carries to, uh, to Aaron Jones. So I think you're going to see Valdez-Scantling in this game. He's going to come back big. Well, you might. The, you know, against the Vikings in particular, uh, the worst corner on the Vikings is their nickel corner, Mackenzie Alexander, uh, who was a disaster earlier in the season. He's gotten better lately, but still, that's the weak part. You're not running at Trey Wayne and Xavier Rhodes. Those are those are your season veterans, and so you would think this would be a better game for him. But I, I'm just nervous. The usage has been so low. I've got. I've got Marquez Valdez Scantling way down at number forty-seven at the wide receiver position. I got Devin Funches, who was one of the other guys you mentioned, at thirty-eight. Seattle's allowed six different receivers to log at least ninety yards in its last six games. So Funches hasn't been great either lately. But if I got to pick one of those guys, I'm going to take Funches and let's hope for a touchdown. Uh, you've got uh, let's see here, John in Green Bay. John, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. What's up? Uh, yes, it's a PPR league, and I have Devontae Adams locked in, and now it's between Kenny Galladay or Juju Smith-Schuster. So here's my thinking on Galladay. Um, all right, so first, I'm worried the Lions are just, may not score any, many points in this game. See, their three best weapons are gone. No Marvin Jones. No Golden Tate, who they traded away, and the offense hasn't looked right for three weeks without him. And then no on Johnson. I mean, basically, if you if you just take away Kenny Galladay, they got nothing left. So I just worry that Chicago is as great a defense as, as they already are. You give them a singular focus like Kenny Galladay, and I know that this whole offense has sort of gone through in the last few weeks, but I just think Chicago's too good, and they're just going to take him out of the game plan, and that's going to be it for Kenny Galladay. So I'm, I'm looking for other alternatives, including Juju Smith-Schuster. You've got, uh, let's go to a TJ in Greenfield. TJ, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? I need a QB flyer. Uh, Lamar Jackson or Jameis Winston or somebody else? Well, Lamar Jackson's no flyer. I mean, get this, Bill. Last week, didn't score a touchdown. He finished as the seventh highest scoring quarterback in all of fantasy football last week because he ran for 117 yards and he threw for another, whatever, 170 and didn't score a touchdown. Now he gets Oakland. Oakland is allowed the second most passing touchdowns, multiple touchdowns in every game since week two. This is a great opportunity for the Jackson. If Jackson can be the number seven quarterback, Bill, without a touchdown, and here comes Oakland, he's going to get the touchdown. And what if he gets the same rushing or similar rushing yards? He's sitting on potentially a gigantic game. I have him as my number five quarterback this week. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. More questions for Paul Charchi. you got a fantasy football question. Get it in now. Only a line available, 855-830-8648. We have got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
Medical Show continues on. This portion of the program being brought to you by Newmel Medical. Guys, uh, ED, a real fact, and uh, there's pills out there. Don't go with the pills, and here's the reason why. One, side effects. Two, they don't get to the root of the problem. Go to the Newmel Medical Center and check out the medical professionals there. And by the way, they guarantee results on your first visit. Otherwise, that first visit is free. However, they do have low T treatments. If you're looking for more energy, better mental clarity, better mood, better stamina. Help me out. Feeling great? Crazy lifestyle, crazy schedule. I'm up, I'm about, I'm moving, I'm feeling good. They have the all-in-one weight loss program as well. And that'll get you going also. And all you got to do is call them. 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. That's New Mill Medical Center, Milwaukee, Green Bay, all over the upper Midwest. Call them. 414-455-4451. Paul Charchian, LeagueSafe.com, Fanball.com, joining us here on the Schneider Orange Hotline, back to it. Let's get to the phone calls, and let's go to Sean listening to us in Racine. Sean, you got a question for the charge. What's up? I have a flex question, standard scoring, either Alshon Jeffrey, Kenny Galladay, or Josh Adams. Yeah, um, you know, we talked about um, Kenny Galladay and my, my why I'm nervous for him just a few minutes ago, so I'm, I'm going to throw him out of this. Josh Adams is emerging as the starting running back for Philadelphia and the best running back. He's averaging about six yards per carry, which is a lot better than Corey Clement, Wendell Smallwood. But here's the thing. He's never had more than nine carries in a game, and that's just the way they use their running backs for the Eagles, and it's super frustrating. So I'm throwing him out as well. So I, I just I'm, I got it. I need to get a game from him where they treat him like a lead back. You just can't succeed in fantasy football at nine touches a game at the running back position. It's just not enough. So He's out. Sorry. And we're throwing Galladay out as well. There you go. And uh, we were talking about this earlier, Charge. For the numbers he's put up and as few a touches as he gets, where do you rank Aaron Jones? Oh, he's great. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about him on, uh, on my last uh, on last Saturday's radio show, Fantasy Football Weekly on KFAN here. And I believe he's a top seven fantasy back the rest of the way. Um you know, I, I like the fact that it's he's clearly now getting the vast majority of the work. And how about the catching ability? You know, we you know we knew there was some of that there, but I love him in, in that part of this offense, and that's why I think he's still playable this week. Vikings run defense has been fantastic. They've given up two rushing touchdowns all year, three point six yards per carry. That's it. But why why I think Aaron Jones is still a good start. He's my number twelve running back this week. Is because he can he can damage the Vikings through the air, and especially if they don't get Anthony Barr back, who's had this lingering hamstring injury. It's a month now. If they don't get Barr back, he's the guy who 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 tracks running backs out of the backfield. It'd be a great matchup for him. So that's why I'm so optimistic about Jones, and I love what, you know. Obviously, we love what we've seen in his development, and really just disappointed that it, it took all the time that it took for for Mike McCarthy to get on board. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Talk to, uh, let's see, Jason on the south side. Jason, how are we doing today, man? What's going on? I'm well. How are you doing, guys? Hey, uh, PPR Flex, man. I'm not sure about Tevin Coleman anymore. And uh, what about Peyton Barber? One of those two. Um, I'm going to go Tevin Coleman. We talked about Barber a little bit ago. He's my number 24 running back. I've got Coleman up at, at number 19. Um, here's the, here's my, my biggest concern is just usage. Teams don't run against the Saints because they fall behind by a lot. Uh, no team has hit even 20 rushing attempts against against the Saints all season. But he's chipping in help through the air, and that part helps. And, and you know, there's there's an opportunity at least through the air. And Coleman looks better just on the eye test. He looks better this year than at any point. Looks faster. Let's hope he can get some receptions to help you out here. I like him. I don't love him this week. Let's hope they throw to him. 
Back to it. Uh, yet another one. We go to Joel on the north side. Joel, how are we looking? What's going on? Yeah, I thought I was a genius last week, and I, I dropped uh, Matt Stafford as my quarterback and picked up Wentz. We saw how that went. So now I'm wondering, do I stick with Wentz and Mayfield as my two in a, in a touchdown league only, or do I go in there and pick up uh, Kirk Cousins if he's available? Well, yeah, I mean, Wentz, I, I wanna, I'm just going to chalk up last week's dismal game as an anomaly because Wentz has thrown multiple touchdowns in six straight games before that hairball against the Saints. So, yeah, I'm going to go right. I'm going to go. I, I keep Wentz going right now, and I think I dropped Baker Mayfield for Kirk Cousins, who, you know, granted the, you know, the Vikings didn't play well against the Bears, but the Bears can humble a lot of teams, and Cousins uh, has an opportunity for a pretty solid game here. I didn't, you didn't do a lot against the Packers in the first uh, in the first one, but still, I like uh, I like the opportunity in this one. Your squad, by the way, all the same. Bring me up to speed on all your various injuries: Kevin King, Kendall Bright, <laughs> Jason Green, Bashad Freeland. I mean, you know, that, are are any of those guys going to play? Let's, uh, let's put it this way: I would put me on your fantasy list because I may be playing in the defensive secondary for the Green wow. Bay Packers. All right. Well, that's how bad off they are. Moving Kirk up, it's that bad. All right. Well, uh, and don't forget to be Kirk able to up. stop the run. I mean, if you don't have Mike Daniels up front, all you have left is Kenny Clark. Kyler Fackrell's been playing really well, but you may be able to run the ball rather easily against this depleted defensive front of the Green Bay Packers as well. Doesn't it feel like there's a lot of points coming in this game? Um, I'd like is. to think so because that would tell me then maybe the offense is a little bit fixed, but uh, yeah. I would probably say, yeah. and if I had to pick the game right now, I'd say twenty-seven seventeen Vikings get the win. Yeah, they might. Uh, they might. Vikings defense, as up and down as the Vikings have been, defense has been really good in, in every game but about one. So, yeah, I, I think I'm kind of with you on that analysis. Uh, let's get Ooh, back secondary. to let's get back to it real quick. Uh, Mike is in New Berlin. Mike, how are we looking? What's going on? Uh, standard league, Anthony Miller or Larry Fitzgerald? Um, I like Anthony Miller in this matchup against Detroit because here's what we know. Darius Slay is the one good quarterback the Lions have, and he never goes to the slot. And Anthony Miller runs the vast majority of his plays from the slot. So you always have a, a positive matchup for Anthony Miller, and he's, he's as much as, as anybody on that team. He is their goal line He's their goal line guy. Now all that said, if it's Chase Daniels at the helm, then I think I'd pivot to Larry and just take, take the safety that comes with uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Otherwise... Let's uh, let's go with Anthony Miller in this one. Oh, we got. Let's see here. Uh, no, we don't have any more there. Let's get one more off of uh, Twitter because I promised a couple of people I'd get it. Cam Newton or Deshaun Watson? Um, I've got Cam Newton at number six this week. I goes up against the Seahawks, and here's where it gets tricky. Seahawks are the NFL's best defense against rushing quarterbacks. On average, opposing quarterbacks are gaining just 11 yards on the ground, and they haven't given up a touchdown all year. Newton has now, though, thrown multiple touchdowns in nine straight games, and Seattle's allowed multiple touchdowns in four straight games. So I think his arm's going to get you to a couple of a couple of uh, touchdowns here, and let's uh, let's go with Cam, even if the legs don't help us, his arm will. Paul, always good. You and uh, Roxy have a terrific Thanksgiving. You, Roxy, your daughter, everybody uh, there in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, by the way, we're going to be talking to your compadre there, Paul Allen, coming up here in about twenty-five minutes. Yeah, Paul and I do uh, three hours of radio every Friday together, the Friday football feast, and he's uh, you're going to have a great time with him. And uh, have a great Thanksgiving, and for once this year, can you stop putting the yams down your pants? <laughs> but yams in your pants feel nice. And I just I bought a new house that has a Whirlpool tub, so getting the yams out is going to feel even <laughs> extra nice this year. Paul, great stuff, buddy. We'll talk to you soon.
<laughs> Bye-bye. See you, pal. There you go. Paul Charchian. LeagueSafe.com, Fanball.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Hang in there. we got a lot more yet to go. More of the Bill Michael Show right after this. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.